no money in poetry That's what sets a poet free I've had all the freedom I can stand You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie my role as a father, it is incumbent upon me to instill a sense of values into my children. Um, I have failed miserably with the oldest one, so I'm getting a mulligan with the six-year-old. Um, so we have been on our weekends together. Um, unlike most, since now as a weekend dad, I can't go to places like Laser Tag. Dave and Buster's. We can't go anywhere like that. So now we're stuck in our homes. So I just started showing him movies that I liked when I was his age. At some point, I don't know how we got here, but I end up showing him the music video for the song we're going to talk about today. And because he's my child, on the first watch, just does not sell for it at all. Whatever. Just meh. He don't care. This is stupid. Because, you know, a kid. Two hours later, he's found it on his own iPad and plays it for the next four hours on repeat. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Maybe I'm not the worst father on the planet. Maybe I'm pretty good at this. But this song in particular today um, touches on a thing that is I, I've thought way too much about. And that is the musical parody. In and of itself. Also, this is a podcast called Cold Dog Soup, the Mixtape. But again, you should already know that. I'm Larry. That's Rob. Um, and I find the funny song to be the lowest form of comedy when done poorly. And then the highest form of comedy when done right. And in this world, what about, how do you feel about him, Shawnee? You're a guy that, you know, you'll you'll watch a Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. Um, you'll watch that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think I'd, I'd agree with you. I just, I think that it's, um, it's so rarely done well because, I mean, you, you, you opened my eyes to the world of whatever that fucking guy was who sang about crazy who's the tim hawkins what's the guy's name uh-huh tim hawkins yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. just it's shitty like songs so like, bad well what if what if the uh it's it's like what dave cross uh uh, uh talked about like shitty comedians on one of his specials in the 90s like what if the cast of friends saying uh we are the world <laughs> i think it, must, it might go something like this something like this <laughs> and he does the thing where he turns around and then he turns back around as the person he's in person bad but so you so you that is my point it's like when it goes off the rails, it goes all the way off the rails. And you feel bad. You it's it makes you. It's not just like. I mean, if if you if you are witnessing it in a live venue and you can't change the channel or something like that, then you feel awkward. You do. You feel awkward that you're having to watch it. You feel awkward that there are people who are laughing and enjoying it. Yeah. And mostly, you feel awkward. Well. You feel angry that that person on the stage thinks that this is good. That's really where the issues come in. This really affects me also as a person who is a parody songwriter. Mm -hmm. 
have got a lot to my credit. Got a lot of them under my belt for mm-hmm. various ventures for wrestling for our podcast. I know how hard this is. Um, but through history, there's one dude that did it right basically every time, and his name's Weird Al Yankovic, and I need to be very clear and upfront. This is not, huh, 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 they're talking about Weird Al. No. I think the man's a fucking genius. He is legitimately funny outside of his songs. Like He's very fast. He's very smart. Yeah, yeah. And he is a very nuanced songwriter. We'll get into some examples of that or why I think that's important later on in this episode. Um, but we're going to start, before we get into the song, Shawnee and I met each other in the early 2000s, mid-2000s somewhere, mm-hmm. in college. Um, but we grew up in and around the same area. He grew up in the big city. I grew up in the sticks. But that means we listen to the same terrestrial radio stations and we watch the same local television stations. And when I was telling him the story about that I was just telling about my kid playing this song over and over, he mentioned that one day this radio station played this song ad nauseum for hours on end. Yeah, it was April Fool's Day. Is that okay? I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. I just knew that it happened. Um, because I remember listening at the same time on the same day, 80 miles away from he where he was, and it being like, I was like, this is the greatest thing that ever happened because yeah. it was crazy. It yeah, was, it was the song's fun. I'm having, a, I'm enjoying the song, but like a radio station's not supposed to do this, and no. the DJs are selling the shit out of it. Yeah, they. Um, I forget if they if they ran commercials or not, but um, <clears throat> I I forget what uh, what year this came out, but it would have been April Fool's Day that year, and um, I, they played it for three hours in, uh, from six to nine, and then just didn't acknowledge that anything was yes. weird. No, Alien they Bush. just kept doing it. The song, of course, of course. I don't know if it's the. I don't know. I don't know if it's the best Weird Al song. But I'd be hard pressed if, if you if you told me I had to show somebody one, this would be the one I'd go to. Yeah, um, I mean you can't. He's got Amish he, Paradise, clearly. Yeah, it's, I mean, come on. Like, there's a lot going on, but this one from beginning to end works all the way through. And I think if this was not a parody, if there was no touchstone for this, I still think this is good. Yeah, if like this if, is just a song. I think this is great. Yeah, if there if there was no Gangsters Paradise, right? And at this point, I wish there wasn't. I wish there wasn't a Gangsters Paradise because I'm still <laughs> mad at Coolio from how he reacted to having this song made. It's embarrassing how he reacted. It it kind of is, and I mean, I I, I would <clears throat> I would value your uh, your your opinion on this uh, more than I would mine as. Uh, as a non-person of color, um, but mm-hmm. it, it just seems like at Weird Al Yankovic um, <clears throat> doing this, he does it in a way that it's still actually funny, and I mean, I didn't grow up in a gang in LA or Chicago or New York or wherever, but like, it doesn't, it, it's not trivializing the plight of the young African-American male. And it's not... No more than Gangster's Paradise did <laughs> when he attached it to a fucking major motion picture. And he's in a video with Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. Fuck you, dumb hair. And she, and she turns around that chair and she's... And that big sweaty ass niggas just singing oh, in the video shit. for no reason? What are we doing? That's what makes me so angry. Like, okay, if Weird Al had parodied 
fight the power, mm-hmm. something like that, an, an, a big anthem Express like that. Express yourself. And he and he'd called mm-hmm. it Fight the Powder Donuts. That's <laughs> all right. Okay. Then we can we can discuss that as a maybe you don't touch that one. Maybe you stick to just pop songs. You are Coolio. You are Fantastic Voyage. You are rolling with the homies and clueless ass Coolio. Something and you're new. Doing one, a, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Get and you're doing a song for a giant motion picture that is just the same old how can I reach these kids story told over and over and over. <laughs> and you want to act like we take you seriously? Nobody took you seriously. Your audience was 14-year-old white girls, not dudes from the hood. Yeah. I saw Coolio once in a tram at the airport. You know what I said to him? Move. <laughs> I got to get off this train. Well, he was. Did, did he have an open uh, guitar case in front of him? <laughs> because I don't fuck with you, Coolio, because of how you acted about this wonderful piece of art run by the name of Amish Paradise. Now, I will say, <clears throat> Hankins. If Weird Al Yankovic did a parody of Express Yourself called FedEx Yourself because you don't have any gas money, I'd still probably be on board. Uh, first of all, Express Yourself is garbage. I don't know why you keep bringing that up. That is the worst <laughs> NWA song. Literally the worst NWA song. Dr. Dre vilifies smoking weed in that song. I'd like to point out his next album was called The Chronic. So I'm not really here for Express Yourself. Moving like a tortoise full of rigor mortis? <laughs> that's really slow uh, but so n- not only do I do I think at least that it doesn't necess- it, it doesn't really trivialize that plight but it also like you know a, f- a far less uh, sympathetic community the Amish um, it doesn't they really don't hear it. it's not it's not like it's not like hateful shit that's that's being thrown it's just you know like any other joke that you might hear about the Amish and I think that they probably like it. Pro- in fact, they probably embraced it. Uh, embraced it a lot better than uh, than Coolio did. Um, I bet they sold a lot of fucking quilts because of it. Yeah, probably. And, and candy with horse hair in it, and all sorts <laughs> of shit. Um, yeah, it just it really. I, I'm not doing a bit here, guys. I, I promise you, I'm not. I'm, no. I get viscerally angry at Coolio. I was having this discussion last night. Um, I was like, I still am mad at Coolio for. <laughs> How, and Eminem, Eminem did it later too. Um, all these rappers, like, don't take yourselves, first of all, rapper, rapper's delight, let me tell you guys, if you've gotten to a point where Weird Al knows who you are and mm-hmm. is parodying you, you have already reached past the point of you being something that is a cultural touchstone. Yeah. You have crossed over. You're too big for the movement, my friends. I'm yeah. sorry to tell you. You have, and, and I'm not blaming you for it. It's fine to go get you your money, mm-hmm. but you cannot have it both ways. You do not get to be, oh, I, you're making fun or you're taking advantage. No, sir. If Weird Al knows who you are, you are a megastar. And Period. I mean, the, uh, you know, TLC didn't lose their minds over phony calls. That's true. Like they did very true. They didn't. They didn't blame. They didn't uh, accuse Weird Al of like trivializing the AIDS epidemic. Also, guess what? It's a check. It's a big old check. Don't don't go making phony calls. Please stick to the seven digit numbers you're used to. That's just funny. He could. The man could fit a meter. 
He, he, yes, because it is hard to do that. It is hard to make a giant parody song that's full length without shoehorning something in. Mm-hmm. And he never shoehorned once in his life because he's a master at his craft. Um, all right, let's get it. Because I can wax poetic about Weird Al all fucking day. Sure. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Amish Paradise, which is off the album, Bad Hair Day. Lest we forget. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool. And I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. Stop! (laughs) So, already, we've set the tone. And we've told zero lies. We've not exaggerated anything. A plain wife is not a bad thing. A plain wife... That's perfect for an Amish like him. Mm Mm-hmm. That's perfect. He didn't say, I wish this wife wasn't plain. No, I just looked at like, nope, she's plain. That's what I need. I'm an omelet. Um, having a good time. Uh, so, Do you think there's an Amish community in Denver? And then they're called the Denver Omelets. Get out. Keep going. Whew. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You're, 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 we're back to you. Okay. We're back to you doing your thing. Uh, I'm a man of the land. I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all my chores and you finish thine, tonight we're going to party like it's 1699. I think that is one of the better lyrics I've ever heard. Again, not a joke. If I finish my chores and you finish thine, mm-hmm. that would probably say that. The, the use of thine in a song is amazing. Yeah, he It's just amazing. He could have said, if you finish your chores and I finish mine. He could have. But... Genius. Genius. Then it goes to the, uh, I believe, the the gentleman that you were referring to in the actual song, LV. LV. <clears throat> um, the, the chorus. We've been spending most of our lives living in an Amish paradise. I've churned butter once or twice living in an, Amster, in, an Am- Amish paradise. It's hard work and sacrifice living in an Amish paradise. We sell, qu- we sell quilts at discount price living in an Amish <laughs> paradise. And those are. Yeah, no, I, I don't have anything to add. It's just it's just done well. It is phrased incredibly, um, and again, not mean. That is why I think I think that's what separates this one from like Bloodhound. Anybody Gang else doing or, this? I mean, I yes, don't, I don't, Bloodhound Gang doesn't really do parodies, but like they're they're a joke band. I don't know. Their whole shit's like a parody. Like everything's yeah. a parody. Like it's a parody of music itself. Yeah. Um, but. And, and that is really true in most of the things that Weird Al does. If it is a group that could be marginalized by what he's doing, he tends to really tread lightly. He just says, here's the thing. Here's what's funny about this without being mean. And that is very difficult to do in one of these things. Because the nature of this kind of song is to kind of be satirical and mean. But that dude doesn't do it, therefore making it accessible. I'll, I'll save my questions for the end, just so we don't split this up too much. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I did nothing to prepare for this, and um, this is like me reading the lyrics for the first time in like years, and I'm like genuinely laughing at this. 
Um, a local boy kicked me in the butt last week. I just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek. I really don't care. In fact, I wish him well, because I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning in hell. But I ain't never punched a tourist, even if he deserved it. And Amish with a tood, you know that's unheard of. I never wear buttons, but I got a cool hat. And my homies agree, I really look good in black, fool. If you come... Yes! <laughs> tood, I, I, alright. Tood is a bad lyric. Amish with a tood is bad. Um, but I understand why it happens. That's fine. Um, if, if you come to visit, you'll be bored to tears. We haven't even paid the phone bill in 300 years, but we ain't really quaint. So please don't point and stare. We're just technologically impaired. Again, going out of his way to tell people, I know I'm making a funny song about the Amish, right? Mm -hmm. Here's a funny song, but don't be an asshole when you see an Amish. He vilifies the boy that kicked him in the butt. He's going to hell Mm -hmm. and he's telling like, look. He's back. Stop staring at us. We just don't like technology. Shut the fuck up, cell phones. <laughs> There's and no then f- he goes into fucking the the theme song to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> there's no there's no phone, no lights, no motor car, not a single luxury. Like Robinson Crusoe, it's as primitive as it as can be. Rolls in a literary reference and then hits that big old fat chorus again. We've been spending most of our lives living in an Amish paradise. We're just plain and simple guys living in an Amish paradise. There's no time for sin and vice living in an Amish paradise. We don't fight. We all play nice living in an Amish paradise. And at this point, <clears throat> if he clocked out of this song right now, he would have done enough. Sure. He would have done enough to make a good parody, a fun thing. But nope. Word Al's going to take it to the limit. He's going to do every verse, every <laughs> rhythm section of this. He's going to do it. And this part right here is where the shit goes over the moon. This is the lyric. Like, this is the verse that puts the whole thing over. Hitching up the buggy, churning lots of butter, raised a barn on Monday, soon I'll raise a nutter. A nutter! He'll raise a nutter. I heard my six-year-old son say this at midnight in the back of a car last night. I mean, he hit it hard. Soon I'll raise a nutter! It's brilliant! Think you're really righteous? Think you're pure in heart? Well, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art. I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art is as funny of a line, as pointed of a line. It's just it's just great. It is simply great songwriting. And then it also fits the bombastic, braggadocious, like, Absolutely. theme it's of a... Absolutely. It's a rap song. Yeah. It's a rap song, then. <laughs> I'm the pious guy the little omelets want to be like on my knees day and night scoring points for the afterlife. So don't be vain and whiny, or sorry, don't be vain and don't be whiny, or else, my brother, I might have to get medieval on your hiney. Topical. Mm -hmm. Topical. Topical. Uh, We've been spending most of our lives living in an Amish paradise. We're all crazy Mennonites living in an Amish paradise. There's no cops or traffic lights living in an Amish paradise. You'd probably think it bites living in an Amish paradise. Ooh, ooh. And then he tells them, you ain't got the stones for this. Mm -mm. You... English, you ain't got what it takes to live this life because you'd think it bites. I wonder, I wonder if there, I, I've never thought about that. I wonder what the law enforcement and justice system in, I mean, I guess it's just the county and state laws. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would imagine it functions very similar to how Native Americans, um, like, you know, 
they're they're subject to the same rules of law, obviously, as anybody in this dumb country. <laughs> but I, I would imagine that it's sort of a if you don't if as the police thinking, if you don't tell us, we won't come looking too much. Like as long as things are, and if if I would imagine that that the Amish communities are probably treated similar to how tourists would be in a you know like a tourist area, like don't fuck with them. Yeah, don't fuck with these folks. They're not. We know they're not bothering anybody. We know they're not bothering you. So if if something happens and you run over one of their fucking horses' carriages with your car, we know it was your fault. Because we put a bunch of signs up telling you they were here. They got giant reflectors on the back of these things that they definitely don't want to have there. But they got them. So this is on you. So you keep it down home because you keep it down. And also a lot of it's in Indiana, which is a lawless land anyways. <laughs> Anytime that um, <clears throat> I hear I hear the word reservations about a Native American, uh, Native American community, it reminds me of my favorite Harris Whittles joke. Um, and I think it was from like Harrison's phone corner on Com- Comedy Bang Bang, where he would write down all the jokes that he like. It's like Twitter drafts, basically. You didn't you didn't think they would yeah. work. And one of them was, uh, "What do you call being hesitant to meet for a scheduled meal at a Native American themed restaurant?" I don't know, Shawnee. What is it? Having reservations about your reservations at reservations. I did know it. I knew it all along. I knew it all along. Oh, shit. Um, Yeah, good song. And holds up. I'm not going to lie to you. Holds up. Like for uh, a solid 10 minutes just reading this, I forgot that uh, we're living in a constant uh, constitutional crisis. Absolutely. That the world's a hellscape nightmare. And that is, that's part of his whole deal is, you know, these songs aren't going to be heavy. He's not going to try to, there's not going to be a part at the end of the record where Weird Al says, hey guys, I just want to get serious for a minute. That's never going to happen. No. And he's going to do, it's going to be nerdy, geeky humor. It's going to be safe and easy. And it's kind of like SNL where if it hits you at the right time, if you hear Weird Al at the right point in your life, you'll never not like it. And every ki- and he's been around for so long that a lot of kids just had that experience when his last record came out. Yeah, um, and because it was the first time a lot of those cats were hearing, and they were just, they couldn't believe it. They were blown away by it. Yeah, for for us, I think it was probably Bad Hair Day, even though we remember like Fat and um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Eat It and, and stuff like that. But well, um, I'm a little older, so like Fat and Eat It, obviously with the Michael Jackson stuff was great. I yeah. mean, I remember being a, a little kid and just being enamored with the like a surgeon video yeah <laughs> just blown away by it. and you know so there was good. the music video part the he really understood music videos very well he did yeah uh, visually man and like so i saw him a it, couple times on the last tour and there is a song i can't think of the song right now but i think it's uh i think it's a, a beck parody and it's like super funky and mm-hmm. It's really like kind of sexual innuendos. It's like almost a. Does he does he parody the, the, sex laws? It's it, it. Sex laws is faster. I can't think of yeah. what it is, but at any rate, it is the worst sexual innuendos. Like it's weird out <laughs> doing bad sexual innuendos on purpose. And he puts on like a flame suit and he walks out in the crowd and he's very sensual and mm-hmm. and sexy. Um, 
but which is probably the just, most risque uh, he gets. It absolutely is. It, it but it's fucking hilarious. And and he's doing uh, his wacky dances, and there's the Star Wars shit, and all. This. So there's there's a little something. No matter what you're into, there's a little something there for you. Um, I just dig the shit out of him, dude. And anybody who doesn't like it. It's probably a dumb shit if we're just being honest. <laughs> well, you know, you you said um, <clears throat> you talked about like how he gets music videos. Like the music video for this, obviously, like he has a, a fucking uh, library of <clears throat> even better ones. But like the fucking sundial wristwatch, like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, you know how how he speeds up a little bit when he's churning butter when like his very plain wife walks by, like it's just uh, the end scene he filmed backwards so that when they played it forward it would look like he was moving strange. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, question question for it's you. Just so so good. Um, and so this this album is is one of my favorite of his. Um, you know, it does have phony calls. It does have. <clears throat> of course, the song on it. Um, but it has alternative polka, which, mm-hmm. like, he runs through 11 songs from, like, a very formative time in my music listening career. <laughs> um, and uh, he actually he actually starts off with Beck. Um, and then he goes into, like... Um, he goes into uh, Nine Inch Nails. He goes into uh, Smashing Pumpkins. He he uh, um, Black Hole Sun, and then he he ends with uh, with Basket Case. But like a song that I would just listen to because it sounds cool, not because I want to laugh. Oh no! All the polkas, all the po- like that's the highlight of the records. Like when you yeah. get to the polka, woo, you're ready to go because he's he's just he's peacocking at that point. Oh, he's, he's showing you right? I can take. I can take these words and I can put them in my own meter and I can do all this crazy polka shit with them. Um, no. I want to be your lover, I believe, is <laughs> the song that I was. Midnight Vultures. That's it. It's the uh, Midnight yeah. Vultures parody. Okay. Yes, that's <clears throat> it. Um, so he was so good and so ubiquitous that nobody else could do what he did. And certainly if they could he took up all the oxygen in the room. And yes. if, if you tried, if all of a sudden, if you tried to do exactly what he did, like there's plenty of room for rock and roll bands. There's plenty of room for, you know, X, Y, and Z, like in, any type of genre. But like, <clears throat> this is, he's a genre all to himself, really. Yes. Yes. Like he is parody songs. Anybody who's doing a parody song is going to get, oh, they're like Weird Al. Yeah. And they're not going to be as good because even if you're doing, A, you don't have the cachet to to be allowed to do it. These big artists aren't going to trust you to do it. Yeah, I mean, like, the only the only analog I can think of is, oh, God, and it makes me mad every time I think of his name, Cletus T. Judd, I think is the only... Yes, yeah, yeah. And, even he was a fucking failure, and he tried to carve himself out a, a niche by just doing country songs. Uh-huh. No, no. And the other thing is, he resists the urge to get body. Yeah. Because that's easy. It That's the easy route to take. It's very... I do it I do it on, uh, every weekend. I'm, in, I'm on a wrestling trip. It just turns into body songs <laughs> over shit I'm hearing on the radio. That's easy. 
this is difficult. Yeah. It is difficult to write a song that ties one hand behind your back that says, I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to be vicious. I'm not going to be mean. Unless I'm going to take the piss out of, you know, some star. That's cool because yeah, right. that's fair game. That's fine. But I'm not going to do it about, I'm not going to do it about anybody who doesn't, who can't, who can't take it. Um, fucking Trash Day is a great song. Tonelli's hot in here. That's a ridiculous, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing that's good, but it is. Um, um so, so much of this shit is good and shouldn't be. There's a lot of this shit that are songs that I would hate. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Avril Lavigne cover about getting constipated eating too much cheese pizza. Wonderful. <laughs> Why'd you have to go make constipated? <laughs> um, nine... And I know some guys who are only happy when they're constipated. <laughs> Nick. Um, I... <laughs> He doesn't talk to me anymore. Uh, nine musicians who uh, who refuse to let Weird Al parody their songs. Paul, Give me the list. I'll cuss them all out. Paul McCartney. Fuck him. And obviously, I, I want to go through these as quickly as possible, but I have to I have to quote some of the, this article from again Mental Floss. <clears throat> I wanted to do chi- uh, <laughs> Weird Al wanted to parody the Wings song "Live and Let Die," but Paul McCartney turned him down. Quote Yankee Vic. I wanted to do chicken pot pie, and Paul was a good sport, but he said, I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Reason I can't like the Beatles, number one with a fucking bullet, Paul McCartney. (laughs) And he robbed me of a song called Chicken Pot Pie. Get out. Just the just imagine like Weird Al singing Chicken Pot Pie in in that in that in that tone, live and let die. That's pretty funny. Yes. Um yeah, he let who Sebastian Bach cover it, right? Is Guns N' Roses? Mm, who knows? They're all the same. Um, Weird Al intended Couch Potato to be on the first single off his uh, then new album Poodle Hat. Mm-hmm. The song was a parody of Eminem's Academy Award winning song Lose Yourself. Um, mm-hmm. He was afraid the Weird Al video might detract from his legacy. Your legacy is you got sober and stopped being good. Get out. Well, he also got too fucked up and stopped being good. <laughs> also, get out. <laughs> also, you that that song came from a giant motion picture, as I mentioned earlier. You've already gotten too big to fail, partner. Yeah. Shut up. Um, and during his live shows, he does chop up a Eminem video where he gets to make fun of him, which is wonderful. He does. <clears throat> um, Prince is in here just because he wasn't into parody. Which, of course, you know, like, look, listen, gang, earmuffs gonna tell you that guy took himself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Get out. Yeah, he did. Uh, Every Prince song isn't great. I know you guys have been conditioned to think it is. It's not. Rainbow Children was terrible. Get out. <laughs> um, oh, oh, one more thing about Prince. Singles band. Oh, shit. Damn. Um, Jimmy Page wouldn't let uh, Yankovic uh, turn Led Zeppelin songs into a polka medley Jimmy Page you bought a castle cause you think wizards are super dope hit the bricks <laughs> we've already discussed Coolio uh, don't even get me started again <laughs> um, <clears throat> Michael Jackson I don't think we need to go into anything there <laughs> Oh, what did I mean, he, he did so many Michael Jackson songs? What did he have a problem with? Although Michael Jackson gave a weird all permission to spoof Bad and Beat It into parody songs Fat and Eat It, respectively, the King of Pop denied Yankovic consent to parody his 1991 song 
black or white. Michael wasn't quite. So oh, he- that son of a bitch is as mad about some consent. Get out! <laughs> out of the park. Oh boy, <clears throat> Weezer in 1996. Weird Al included a number of popular alternative rock songs into one polka medley called the Alternative Polka. He originally wanted Buddy Holly. The band reconsidered. Um, it was. It was completely recorded, but then we got a call from Weezer's management and decided for whatever reason he uh, Rivers Cuomo didn't want the song in his medley after all. So at the very last minute, we had to physically cut the song out of the me- medley. I'm still kind of bummed about it. It sounded really cool. Rivers Cuomo, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, friend. Everything you fucking did is a parody. You are a parody of what a rock band should be. You're a goddamn parody. And guess what? If Weird Al had did that song on that record, do you know how many, how much your yellow fever stock would have went through the roof? A billion percent. Also, you had the audacity to release that shitty ass goddamn covers record and you act like it matters? Get out! I like it. I like how your get out revved up and then you remember something. <laughs> oh shit, Daniel Powter, who <gasps> I <clears throat> who I is would not be able to pick or, out. Of. Or is that a <laughs> is that that guy? No, that's either Michael Bublé or uh, um, uh, Josh Groban, one of the two. <clears throat> um, I think that's a Groban. Uh, Weird Al wanted to spoof Daniel Powder's You Had a Bad Day into You Had a... Oh, you... You Had a Bad Date. I thought that happened. Uh, he denied did Yankovic... that song? He denied Yankovic, at least at first, and then literally the day before we went to the studio to record White and Nerdy, we got a call saying he changed his mind and wanted to do it after all. Yeah, I thought that was on White Nerdy. D- don't, don't care. Get out. The fact where Al even knew who you were, you should you should have asked to be on the song. Because then I'd remember who the fuck you were. <laughs> Get out! And it's funny you uh, got him confused with um, James Blunt, which I got there, both wrong. that piece of shit is. Because after receiving James Blunt's blessing to parody his hit song, You're Beautiful... Weird Al recorded and planned to release the spoof You Are Pitiful as the first single from Straight Outta Linwood in 2006. However, Blunt's record label Atlantic Records stepped in and denied Yankovic any use of parody because they felt it might hurt James Blunt's brand and public image. So not James Blunt, Atlantic Records. It didn't. You know what hurt your your image, Atlantic? You signed some fuck nuts named James Blunt. That's what hurt you. That's what hurt you. Atlantic Records, that's why the music industry is dying today. Because of dumb decisions like you. You and Tommy Boy. Get out! <laughs> um, Yankovic said, I have a long-standing history of respecting artists' wishes. So if James Blunt himself were objecting, I wouldn't even offer my parody for free on, on my website. But since it's just a bunch of suits who are actually going against their own artists' wishes, I have absolutely no problem with it. And he released your Sock pitiful to him, online for free. Sock it to him. Awesome. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to get back into Weird Al for like a week or two. Well, you know, you need a break from podcasts. It'll it's gonna no. wear you down, buddy. It'll wear you down after a while. They do. I just love it. I just love all of it. Every damn bit of it. I just love it. It's not all great. I'm not sitting here and pretending that it is, but I do love all of it. And uh, I'm here to tell you, the best white stripe song 
It's Charles Nelson Riley. This has been Cold Dog Soup, the mixtape. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool, and I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an But last week, I just smiled at him, and I turned the other cheek. I really don't care, in fact, I wish him well. Cause I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning in hell. But I ain't never punched a tourist, even if he deserved it. An Amish with a tool, you know, that's unheard of. I never wear buttons, but I got a cool hat. And my homies agree, I really look good in black, fool. If you come to visit, you'll be bored to tears. We haven't even paid the phone bill in 300 years. But we ain't really quaint, so please don't point and stare. We're just technologically impaired. There's no phone, no lights, no motor car. Not a single luxury. Like Robinson Crusoe, it's as primitive as can be. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. We're just plain and simple guys living in an Amish paradise. There's no time for sin and vice living in an Amish paradise. We don't fight, we all play nice living in an Amish paradise. Hitching up the buggy, churning lots of butter. Raise the barn on Monday, soon I'll raise another. Think you're really righteous? Think you're pure in heart? Well, I know I'm a million times as humble as thou art. I'm the pious guy the little omelets wanna be like on my knees day and night, scoring points for the afterlife. So don't be vain and don't be whiny, or else, my brother, I might have to get medieval on your hiney. We've been spending.